0: I love you, brother. Hallelujah. I mean, if you're glad to be here, just lift your hands and bless the name of the Lord. Give Him praise where you are. Thank Him. Thank Him for His faithfulness. Thank Him for His mercies. For he's worthy all the time. He's worthy all the time. Please just wave your hands to the Lord. Bless his name. 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 Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Such a joy to be here today. I certainly do celebrate my brother and friend, Pastor Flo. We've been through together so many things, and seeing today is very personal for me. It's not even just about speaking, but it's about seeing the things that God said which were hidden in his womb just a few years ago. And he is here today. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. I love you big time, and also the First Lady, uh, Maka is so good to see. We love and we celebrate you. And Prof, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir, for leading us. Yes. The last time I saw. Dr. Abel was when he was at our Kano Church and he tore the place apart. (laughs) Kano has never been the same. Never been the same. So it's an honor to be with you, sir. Uncle Sami. I love this man so much 1998 was the first time i saw you and from that time i loved everything i'm not gay i love you <laughs> i loved everything about you you know i came to listen to um bengal i know you know him Benga, then back then and then i didn't i ha- haven't heard about uncle sammy before and I came from Kano, Kano Bushman. And then I walked into church and I saw, you know, a giant big black man with the suit, and he was leading worship so powerful. And that's the first day I fell in love with him up until now. So I do honor your ministry, celebrate you, sir. I love you. Nosa, know, it's good to see you. I came with two people from Abuja, um, Uzama and Shekina. You know, an honor to be here. Logic Church, Lagos. I love your choir. You guys are dope. Whoa. Amazing. Thank you for the hospitality. Thank you for everything. Please, you may be seated. I want you to pray in the Holy Spirit in in the next few seconds. You're just going to pray in the Holy Spirit wherever you are. Thank you so much. Keep me in the dry, in the raw. Thank you. Pray in the Holy Spirit, everybody, wherever you are. Zeda banda bushkaba. Dedan dabaka zuda blanda gedin de banda bushkabra badabanda bahaskaba. We can do better than that. Please lift your voices and pray in the Holy Spirit, everybody. Zeda banda bakato shkabra badgedin de bede 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 bedo bushkabra badgede bede 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 so wherever you are just say lord i receive revelation today paul says that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling so just open your mouth and say more 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 is revealed to me tonight. More is revealed to me tonight. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. The theme for this conference is pretty straightforward and it is going to be showing the essence of our focus of revelation and that is who Christ is. So the text is Matthew chapter 17 verse 5. Matthew chapter 17 verse 5. We're going to begin from there. Matthew chapter 17 verse 5. It says, While he yet spake, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them and behold a voice out of the cloud which said, This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. In other words, don't listen to Moses. Don't listen to Elijah. But hear Jesus. So let's keep reading. It says, And when the disciples heard it, they fell on their faces and were sore afraid. And Jesus came and touched them and said, Arise and be not afraid. And when they had lifted up their eyes, they saw nobody but who? I want us to shout that Jesus loud. They saw who did they see there? Now, Jesus is important that they saw Jesus, but they saw Jesus only. Which means that we are keeping our focus on him only. We're driving out religion from the body of Christ. Hallelujah. You know, I hear a lot of people say, I wish I lived in the time of Moses where we saw the Red Sea part into two. That, That is a great miracle. Let's not downplay that. The pattern of the Red Sea. I mean, for those of you who live in Lagos, it makes more sense to you. Because if I say go pat Babich, praise God. <laughs> to pat in the Babich is no joke. In fact, it's one thing for you to separate a great sea. And it takes faith to pass through it. Because I don't know how many of you. <laughs> Lord, I know you separated the water. But I don't know if passing through makes sense right now. But I mean, at least they pass through it. There were great miracles that happened, but you know something Jesus said about John the Baptist. He said, John the Baptist, of all men, born of woman, that is of all the prophets, all the things that David did. David, who was a man after his heart. Elijah, who called fire from heaven. Elijah, who was a man, even Elisha, who did miracles from his death. Who raised somebody back to life when the dead man touched his bones and he came back to life? The Bible says that that was the 16th miracle, right? That was the double portion in full because he asked for double portion of Elijah. And Elijah did about seven miracles. Is it seven or eight? Eight miracles. And the last one was in his death for Elisha. So I'm thinking, so all the people who were in the Old Testament, The Bible says, Jesus says, of all men born of woman, none is greater than John the Baptist. Which means that John the Baptist is in a higher class than those who did miracles, than those who called for fire, than those who... Moses, is it Moses? Is it Moses who was the the mouthpiece of God who stood uh, before the voice and was handing over the law to the people? He says, of all who were born, none is as great as John the Baptist. And John the Baptist did no miracles. Not one miracle did John the Baptist do. John the Baptist, (laughs) the reason why he's called the greatest of all men born is that everybody was prophesying about Jesus. But John the Baptist was saying, this is Jesus. So that makes John the Baptist greater so these are not the days of elijah no that's not the song we sing these are not the these are the days of his christ and the power of his christ so when we sing and we declare the power of being in the dispensation of christ we know what we're talking about now the old testament folks none of them hallelujah none of them none of them can stand toe to toe with you none of them, it's impossible none of the Old Testament people, none of them, none of them can stand up match you, it's impossible no no, because the spirit of God was never in them the Holy Spirit was in the, is, is in you so therefore you are, be- Hebrews puts it this way, that without you they were not made perfect that is you complete them you perfect them So can I say that Jesus is the explanation of God? Just like Pastor Flo said just now. God is not a mystery. No. God is not a mystery. He's not. God. He said I should say it again. God is what? Somebody say it loud. Say not a mystery. You know what I found out about the church, the Nigerian church especially, we like mystery. It has to be deep. There's a way you say it if if you don't if you don't say it, because people don't submit to what is simple. No, they like to submit to something that is high-sounding. For example, the pastor holds the mic and says, Let us receive the monarch of Zion. And the Hoshka, ah, you you yeah, let us receive the monarch of Zion. Amongst the gathering of the immortals. Even if you don't understand what he's saying, you say, "Eh, what does this man have to say to me? Look, God is as simple as Jesus. Now I'll show you the scripture. Are you ready for the scripture? John chapter 1 verse 18. Let's see the scripture. John chapter 1 verse 18. Let's use the amplified version. It says, no one, somebody say no one. No one has seen God, his essence, his divine nature at any time. The one and only begotten God that is the unique son who is in the intimate presence of the father. He has explained him and interpreted and revealed the awesome wonder of the father. So Jesus has explained God. God is not trying to to be deep with you. No, God has come in the open and that person is in the person of Jesus. Now, the Bible says that the law was given by Moses, but grace uh, and truth came. The law was given because it couldn't come. Because if the law could come, it wouldn't be given. Now, if I say, if I say, for example, uh, if I say, Uzo, give me that phone, for example. He has to give me the phone because the phone can't come. So put the phone back there. I'm going to pray that this phone comes to me right now. And I need all your faith together. Amen. Phone. In the name that is above. Come. No, maybe with the piano it will work faster. Phone come right now yeah so it's like African magic you know? <laughs> yeah this is more like Uncle Sammy phone come now Who's I beg help me give me that phone so which one is easy the law was given by Moses but grace now the Bible did not say you came to grace no it said grace and truth Jesus. So therefore, it is not a performance thing that if you come into the fullness of the dispensation of grace, Jesus is standing, Moses has disappeared, Elijah, who represents the prophets, has disappeared, but Jesus is standing, and he's saying that this is the time where we kick out religion. Because I explain who God is. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 1 down to 2 and 3 says, God who at sundry times and in diverse manners revealed himself to the fathers by the prophets, but has in this last day, somebody say today. Today. I'm not hearing you guys. Say "today, today, today. He said, but has in this last day revealed or spoken by his son. What does that mean? It means in the beginning, the fullness of God could not be revealed in one piece. Because you had to break God into pieces for God to make sense to you. No, yeah, yeah, because Elohim, for example, Elohim, the creative side of God has to be revealed at a particular time. You move to El Shaddai, he reveals himself to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as El Shaddai, the multi-breasted one. And he moves he progresses in revelation about himself and then he says to Moses one day he says nobody has ever known me by the name called Jehovah so I'm about to show up with you Moses as Jehovah because I'm going to bring them out with a strong hand but I revealed myself to your fathers Abraham Isaac and Jacob as the God Almighty then you see the revelations of God progressing progressing and then you can move to Jehovah Nisi hallelujah you can move to Jehovah Shama, you can move to Jehovah Rapha, which is God our healer. You can move all the Jehovah dimensions. Let's put it like that. All the Je- they were in bits. Somebody said bits and pieces. These are the bits and the pieces of the revelation of God. But when it comes to the Messiah, who the prophets have spoken about, when Jesus is coming through 42 generations, the Bible says in Colossians chapter 2 verse 9, that in him, that is in Jesus now, dwells the fullness huh, of the Godhead bodily. It means that Jesus is the complete Revelation of God. So if I am seeing Jesus, I am seeing Jehovah Nisi. If I'm seeing Jesus, I'm seeing Jehovah Shammah. If I'm seeing Jesus, I'm seeing Rapha. I'm seeing El Shaddai. I'm seeing Shalom. In him is everything. Philip asked Jesus one day, he, says, he said to Jesus, he says, show me the Father. And then Jesus looks at Philip, he says, how can you, be asking me, show me the Father. Don't you know that if you have seen me, have seen hey, he's a full expression of God. That's who Jesus is. Show me First John chapter 5 verse 20. Let me tell you who God is. Because a lot of people don't like to call God by the real expression of who. I like Jehovah Shammah. I like all of that. But let me show you who God is. And we know that the son of God has come and had given us an understanding that we may know him that is true and we are in him that is true even in his son Jesus Christ now let's read this phrase together everybody want to go this is the true God and eternal life the true God we know is Jesus Now, he doesn't stop there. Let's move to the next verse, verse 21. He now says, little children, keep yourselves from what? Now, hear this. Any person prayed to, sang to, worshipped to, that is not Jesus, is an idol. And it doesn't matter who the person is. Anybody that is prayed to, he looks like, he sounds like you know, the, the religious theatrics that we do, if it is not Jesus, it's not God so anybody who is sound to praise to God is not Kabiesi let me tell you who Kabiesi is Kabiesi is the man that when you want to get something out of him, Uncle Sammy you will play the gong then when he's impressed with you When his head begins to to swell. Then when his feelings are enticed, he now brings out money. No, that's not who our God is. God is not Kabiesi. You don't need to beat the gong for God to bless you. The Bible says that you are already blessed in heavenly places. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So the greatest revelation of God... Jesus is not Jehovah Shamaji, it is father father what does John 1 say he says behold huh? no for as many as received him to them he gave power to be called what sons of God so I'm a son as much as he's a son I'm a son in the over in the Benin kingdom what we did we found out that the, the, the heir to the throne, the king the over has many sons. So the heir to the throne is, is, the, is the preferred, the preferred son. Yes, that's the preferred son. But in the kingdom of God, there is nothing like preferred son. There is patterned son. So, so for, for, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, initially, initially, he gave his only begotten son but what does first John chapter one and chapter two and chapter three tells us first John chapter two tells us he says if any man sins we have an advocate with not God but with the father chapter 3 verse 1 says behold what manner of love oh he's my father behold what manner of love the father has given to us that we should be called the sons of God <laughs> it's a fun. it does not yet appear what it shall be like it, you don't, they don't know who you are you are a son if somebody hear what I'm saying you are a son like him you are a son like your father. So God is not trying to relate with you as deity and worshippers. No. God is relating with you as father and children. First Corinthians chapter one verse 9. it says, "God is faithful who has called you to the fellowship of His son Jesus." So we have come into the same. We're joint heirs with him. Sometimes when I go through stuff, I just remind myself, I'm a son. I'm a son in the kingdom. The most intimate title Jesus gave the disciples was friends. He said, I no longer call you servants, but I call you friend. This was before he died. This was before he died. That I don't call you servants right now. So let's come to the place of intimacy. You are now friend. But after he died, he was buried and he rose again. If you read John chapter 20, you will see where he met Mary. And what happened when he met Mary? Mary came to the sepulchre. She was looking for Jesus. He was looking for the body of Jesus. And when she saw that it was empty, there were two angels who were standing where the head of Jesus was. And where the, the leg of Jesus would have been. But there was nobody there. And the Bible says that Mary was looking for her Lord. I don't think you got what I said. She was not looking for the body. She was not looking for body. She was looking for her Lord, which means that even in his death, he's still my Lord. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. So she was looking for her Lord. And then the angel said, why are you crying? And she said, where have they taken my Lord? And she turned and she looked. She saw a man who was standing. And the man looked like a gardener. That's what the Bible says. I don't have time to talk about why she thought he looked like a gardener. Let's leave that. But when she saw she said, Jesus then said, Mary, the moment he called her name, she said, Rabboni, which means she recognized Jesus. Are, are you getting what I'm saying? She recognized Jesus and she was about to touch Jesus. Ah, yes. What did Jesus say? He said, Don't touch me. Because I am going to my father, now you go tell my brethren. He said, Tell my brethren, not my friends. After he rose, it is no longer friends. I understand the fellowship that comes with friendship, but that's not what he said. Go tell my brother. So now Jesus is not just the only begotten, but he's the firstborn. Is somebody hear what I'm saying? He's the firstborn amongst many brethren. So as much as he's a son, I'm a son. What happened to him happened to me. What cannot happen to him cannot happen to me. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying here? That is Jesus. The Bible says that he raised us up together with him. And we are seated together. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6. Oh, in heaven... Jesus is not looking for space for you. You received Christ last year. And just because you received later than other people, and then he, God is not saying to Jesus, uh, any space around there, I beg, I beg, shift for this, my brother. Shift for this, my brother. Uh, Jesus is not lapping you. We were raised together with him. We are seated with him i'm saying we are seated with him at the right hand of the father far above principalities and power so god is not trying to be deep with you no let me tell you you say ah that pastor is deep what is deep what's the meaning of deep when somebody says something you don't understand you say kai the guy deep because you don't understand Is when you scratch Christ out. That's deep. Dr. Abel was telling us yesterday on the table while we are having a conversation. He said, the two men were walking on their way to Emmaus. Yeah? And the Bible says that Jesus was, they were asking, you know, haven't you heard what happened? And, And fast forward. And then Jesus began to explore from Moses to Elijah, the things concerning himself. After he died, he did not have a revelation of himself with by drama. He didn't, he didn't try to prove to those two people who he was by saying, Wala, this is me, Jesus. No, he started from the scriptures. From Moses to the prophets. And he began to explain the things concerning himself. Luke chapter 24. But if you read chapter uh, chapter 24 still verse 32, he, they were now talking to themselves after their eyes got opened and what did they say to themselves? They said, didn't our hearts burn when this man was talking to us? Didn't our hearts burn when he opened the scriptures? Now, you can open the Bible and not open the scripture. Because... For you to open the scripture means you are seeing Christ in the scripture. If you are not seeing Christ, you are not reading your Bible well. See, the problem is my book of Bible story has done problems to many people. Yeah, so all the stories you listen to, David killed Goliath. Look, if it's not for story. Everything that is in the Old Testament is pointing to Christ. There is a reason why it's called types and shadows. There's a reason why David will match to where the man is, Goliath, and pick up his sword and cut the head of Goliath. It is speaking of who Christ will be and what he will do. The Bible says in Hebrews 2 verse 14, it says, Jesus, oh, through death, he destroyed the power of him that had. I wish I could explain this. He destroyed him he destroyed the devil him that had the power had his past tense but he used death to destroy death so he used the weapon of death to destroy death that is the reason why they had no clue that it was in his dying life will come so he picks up the instrument of death itself to disarm death itself That when he hung on the cross, he made a public spectacle of principalities and powers. That's what he did through death. So David now used the weapon of Goliath to cut off his head. Look, I tell you something. What we have in Christ is powerful. Because there is nothing as great as what you have in Christ. Let me move to the next point. The next point is that the spirit of the law is the spirit of performance. That's what Uncle Sammy was singing. That's what you—I heard you when you sang it. He was talking about performance. There is the attitude of performance. We want to do something. Do maybe. If we don't do something, we feel it is too simple. For God, that is the work of Christ. Just telling somebody it is finished. Is that all? There must be something to do. The believer's life starts from it is finished. So it is finished. It's where you start from. We like to do something. And then they will ask you, have you paid the price? Many of us are looking for price to pay. <laughs> they asked uh, Pastor Chris one day. They said, What price did you pay to have all the things you have? And Pastor Chris said, Price. I don't know of price, so we don't pay price in this kingdom. We don't pay price, we pay attention to the price. Hey! we don't we don't we make we make sacrifices because of the price we don't pay price and i see people when they walk they try to make you feel as if you're not spiritual they use their christianity to rubbish you they say there's a there's a there's a number of fasting you have to do to get into a dimension of God, okay? Go and drink green tea. White. Don't use. Don't use the performance. The see the, ah, English. The thing you want to do is not the reason why God has done what He has done in Christ. What He has done in Christ is why you do what you do. So we don't pay price. It's a response. Romans chapter 12 verse 1. It says. I beseech you therefore brethren. By the mercies of God. That you present your bodies as a living sacrifice. Holy and acceptable, Which is your reasonable service. Now if you read the Amplified Version. It says. I beseech you therefore brethren. In view. Of the. It is saying. Because of the mercies of God. Because of the cross, that is how you present your body. You're not presenting your body at the face of nothing. Something is making you do it. And that is what has been done. In Christ Jesus. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? So you respond to the That's why when you give money, you're giving the money. It's It's not to provoke something. You are the one who was provoked. When you look at what Jesus did, redemption weighs heavier than how much you can ever give. Redemption. You know what it means for someone to die for you? If you understand the import of what it means for you to receive salvation, because you could not do it by yourself. People don't ask the question, why did Jesus come? The Bible says he made him who knew no sin that to become sin for me. What did Jesus do? what what did Jesus do to become sin and then you're angry that I'm saying I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus what is the greater injustice is it you being the righteousness of God or God making Jesus sin which one is the greater injustice we don't pay any price we don't we live on the price that has been paid so all this performance mentality let us kick it out of the body of Christ don't use your experience to make a doctrine. Don't, don't use your experience. Don't, don't, don't be subjective about your experience. Because you prayed for three days and then you came into a sight or a revelation of something, doesn't mean that everybody must do the same thing you have done. Some people it can be why they are eating. Yes, yes, yes. the he heard. What did he hear? He heard. He can raise the dead back to life. Archbishop Benson that was like, He heard it. He wasn't praying for. I, I mean, I lived in his house for a couple of years before I, I left. I Do my medical before I left for Abuja to start church. I know the family. I know what I'm saying. And see, he only heard. The pastor told him. The pastor. I don't. Want, I, I don't want to say he had a revelation. Because some of us, this thing we call revelation, is just dream. Do you understand he said pastor i had a dream Malaria. what was in the dream <laughs> he said i had a dream that two things were pursuing me from behind there was a lion and there was a dog pursuing me and i read the scripture to you hebrews 1 verse 2 it said god who at sundry times diverse manner spoke to the fathers by the prophet but has in this last day spoken to us by his son which means that if god is speaking today he's speaking only what the son is saying So if you say you have a revelation And you say God is talking to you And it is not consistent with what the son has said That's not a revelation So I I, I told the person I said oh lion pursuing you on one side Dog pursuing you on one side You interpret your dream Because it's your dream So goodness And mercy Are following me your imagination, huh? If you sit down, actor know they die for a movie. You sleep, and you say, I saw myself in a coffin, Pastor Phil. You saw yourself in a coffin. You saw yourself in a coffin. Sleep. If the sleep is not coming, just think about it. I am dead and alive unto God. I your dream by yourself. So all this, I had a revelation, had a revelation. Somebody had a revelation that in hell, that they, they saw um, um, all the ladies with, 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 with wigs and won, all of them who were lifting up holy hands, they, they were in hell. In hell. You saw won in hell. No, let's, let's start from there. You saw won. That is Yvonne made it through fire. You saw won in hell. Oh, we've won, we've won in hell. Your revelation needs a revelation. That's not that's not so fire. Did not burn the week. But I heard the lady came back to apologize. That was she saw. You see, your interpretation of God, the spirit of God is leading me. That's what you say. The Spirit of God is leading you by your interpretation of your mindset of God. If you don't grow in revelation of Christ, you will call anything leading. That's why I tell some of my people in church, I say, sit down and hear the word. You would interpret leading of the Spirit better. Yeah. Jesus is the interpretation of God. So, all this performance behavior, you want to do something. You want to do. Kick it out of the body of Christ. There was a a time I... I, I, See, there was a time I I actually fasted for about a year. January to December. Every day I was doing it. I'm telling you, I was doing it. I was led to do it. Led to do it. The next... I was led. The next year. (laughs) I told myself, as I did before... As I was led Let me lead myself <laughs> I didn't last for three days There are some people Who are just giving themselves Unnecessary ulcer awesome. Pressure Unnecessary pressure who is, dis- who is disturbing you? Go and eat And let the spirit of God Talk to you <laughs> Just calm down No pressure If you try to pray eh, And the praying is not working sink. Sing. Sing. If singing is not working, rejoice. Hey! If rejoicing is not working, laugh. These are all expressions of worship. No pressure. Is f- son and father. I saw Sozo yesterday. Sozo does not need to speak proper English for her dad to know what she wants. No, it doesn't. Performance, you want to do something. Snakes were coming, they were biting the children of Israel in the wilderness and then what did God say to Moses? He says put a brazen serpent and anybody who looks mm, For some of us no activity that, see match that snake now, match it, match it, ah, you have to match, see that tongue Cut that tongue right now, activity, calm down Just look, he like, said how do we fix the wound? The snake just beat me now Stop trying to fix the wound just look at Jesus. Activity, activity, activity. Activity. What, 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 did, what, did, what, did, what did David say about the shepherd? He said, the Lord is my shepherd. You know what it means to have shepherd? He says, I send you as sheep. Not I send you as lion amongst wolves. No. I send you as sheep among wolves. Which one would you prefer? To be a sheep in front of wolves or to be a lion in front of wolves? Just be honest and answer him. But he says, no. Sheep. Because I want you to be in the face of wolf and not be able to do anything. Allow, because no lion has a shepherd. So let the sheep who is following a shepherd, that is the design of the kingdom. I send you as... Sheep in the midst of wolves. He said, "The Lord is my shepherd." Many of us don't understand this thing called sheep. Look, sheep is stupid. Let them call you stupid. You will not, if you stay with the Gospel Pastor Flow. I found out that you will not always be politically correct. You will not be socially correct all the time. They don't like. You will not be traditionally correct all the time. And it is possible that everybody can be wrong. Because we have to redefine everything within the spectrum of what the cross is saying. Even when it comes to justice. uh, Now you guys are getting quiet on me. Even when it comes to justice. Jesus, we caught this woman red-handed in the act of adultery. This is what the law says. Grace does not cancel discipline. But grace is not about condemnation. No. So in the body of christ we would discipline but not condemnation we don't tear people down no we don't do not in this kingdom so our he says that the spiritual man cannot be judged by anybody but the spiritual man judges everything because your basis for judgment is higher than the world a lot of us want to do mainstream mainstream what is the what is the wind saying? What is the trend? Christianity is not trend. So don't be afraid to be different. Paul says, I, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. I'm not ashamed. Doesn't mean that I'm not ashamed of carrying big Bible. He said, I'm not ashamed of saying what will offend you. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. For it's the power of God unto salvation. Let's kick performance out. He said, the Lord is my shepherd. We don't understand herding, you know, because we have too many goats around in Nigeria. So that's why we don't understand. Goat. You can't shepherd goat. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. David was talking about sheep, not goat. There there are many parables in the Bible that says lost sheep, not lost goat. Goat. (laughs) Goat cannot be lost. The moment a goat is given birth to, it has an internal GPS system <laughs> that is aware of its surrounding. That is, as you are born, all man for himself. And you get to the original shine your eye is goat. Goat. When it says shine your eye, that's goat. <laughs> so there is nothing like domesticating goat. I know, I know there are some people who, you know, where you call a goat and say, hey, let's give a name to the goat now. What, 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 what Billy? please, if there's any Billy here, <laughs> it's church, we're in church, amen, Billy goat, Billy goat, and then you scratch the ear of the goat, it doesn't happen here, no, that doesn't happen here, where you scratch the ear of the goat, the goat knows that you, you are, you, you day your day, I day my day, <laughs> drop the food, I will eat, but if you come close, <laughs> I move back, because we all know what to do, goat, that is goat. That is good mentality. You see, this idea of you trying to always fix things by yourself is the spirit of the law. It's the spirit of the Old Testament where you are dependent on self. Look at Jesus. He met the rich young ruler. And what did he say? The man said to Jesus, he said, I've kept all the law. Everything you've asked me, the law has asked, I have kept it. And what did Jesus say? He said to the man, go sell all the things that you have. And the man was sorrowful because he had so, so much money. And if you read that same chapter, the Bible says that Jesus was on his way to Jericho and he saw a man called Zacchaeus who was a publican and he climbed on the tree and Jesus said come down. He was happy to see Jesus. He came down. And what did Zacchaeus do? Zacchaeus took his possession and he sold everything. The law will keep you in the place where there is one thing yet to do. There is no finish, there, how do I, there is no finishing to keeping the law. If you come with your intention to keep the law, the law breaks you to show you you can't. Oh, you feel you can't keep the law. Jesus said to the rich young ruler, one thing yet is missing. So, Zacchaeus sold all his goods to the poor, He did effortlessly what the rich young ruler could not do under the law. This law, there is no point keeping. It's not even for you. You are not a Jew. You are Nigerian. It's for Jews. It's not for us. This law, you can't keep the law. So keep the law. Performance. Sometimes life will throw pressure at you. And the one thing you want to do is to follow the pressure of life. See, learn to use the rhythm of grace to answer pressure. I'm telling you, if not, you will break down. You will just begin to think and you will begin to worry. You'll be anxious for everything. The Bible says be anxious for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication, let your request be made known to him. And the peace of God will come. The peace of God will come. I was reading the the, the candlestick in the Old Testament. If you see the candlestick, the one that has three branches to the left and to the right. There's a middle shaft. And that's one of the things that you keep in the holy of, I mean, in the, the tabernacle. That's the middle portion of the tabernacle. And it brings out light. If you see the description of what, how God described the candlestick to be built in Exodus, you will see that it is built from one piece of gold and he tells moses beat that one piece of gold and form the branches so one piece of gold one major shaft and there are three branches out of the major shaft from the left and to the right and he says bring it out from the one piece of gold he's not saying add an extra material so you know what that means it means that when jesus was beaten, you were formed the material to the formation of Jesus is the same essence. For the Bible says that he who is joined to the Lord. Jesus is one spirit with the Lord. One. As he is. Is how you are. You're not trying to be. One. And then the corpse. If you see the joint of the branches that is attached to the stalk. It is, if you read it, it says that there is an almond shake there. And the almond there speaks of the trees, one of the trees in, back in the early days. I don't have time to explain this, but back in the early days, that tree is the first to wake. It's called the early bloom, the almond. This is the reason why when God said to Aaron, put your rod there, and anyone whose rod buds, that's the one I've chosen to be the high priest. And Aaron's rod buds the almond the next day. That is rod. I'm not talking of plant, rod. Because rod is a living thing that was cut out of the branch of the living. Of the land of the living. And it is now dead. But an almond forms. What is the almond? It is the first to wake. What is the first to wake? The first to wake speaks of that harvest that you harvest first in the year. So if you see the almond, you have assurance that other plants you have done will definitely come up. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. So if you are planting all kinds of crops with the almond inclusive the moment it comes up you know that everything is sorted out and that is the first to wake What is the meaning or what is the meaning of first to wake it means that if Jesus made it out see if he made it out eh, when he was in that grave and he came out he took the keys of death hell and the grave meanwhile you were included in that history because the day you received Christ is not the day your forgiveness came It is the day you received your forgiveness. Because he has provided forgiveness for everybody. So what you are telling everybody is God is not angry with you. That's what you are telling everybody. Because you and God are not fighting anymore. So end the enmity between you and God. So the first to wake, it is the one who is the captain of our salvation. So the almond... He right, says that that golden branch Oh I wish I had time That golden branch is connected That he says connect that branch with the main stalk That is the almond And he's saying that Jesus who comes Comes with you in the picture What does that mean? He tells you that if you are in hell with him You are hell tested See Microwave The plates of a Microwave You put the plate in the microwave. The microwave plate has to be in accordance with the kind of temperature it can handle. If not, it will break. So there's a required temperature that is necessary for the microwave heat. So what it's saying is that if you showed up with Jesus because you died with him, you were buried with him, and you came with him, there is no situation of life. If death could not stop Jesus, sickness... No, you look at the word. What does the word say about my f- symptoms and my feelings? Because the problems we try to match our position in Christ with our experiences. They don't match many times so what is now the challenge it is the bridge between the two of them that brings your experience to your position you say you are the wealthy of god you are the healed and not the sick but you're feeling symptoms quite all right so what do you do you bring your experience you don't challenge you don't challenge your you don't challenge your position with your experience you challenge your experience with your position So you don't let your circumstance or your experience tell you or give you a definition. I don't know who you are. I've probably never seen you before. But I can tell who you are. Who Christ is, is who you are. So you are not your experience. You say, Pastor, you don't know where I'm coming from. You don't know where Jesus is coming from. You are not your experience. Everything Christ is, is who you are. That is the complete truth of the matter. You are one with Christ. So if you stay with Jesus, he's the bread of life. It's not called the sugar of life. You know what bread is? Bread is finished product. That's bread. So don't, don't look for a process. Go to what is finished. So if you you, you, can, you are not trying to make bread inside your stomach. You take flour, carry egg, carry water, carry salt. Then you now shake your stomach. Let it form bread. It's, no, no, don't eat bread. Because how much more shall he not with him freely give you all things? You have all things because you have Christ. Stay with Christ because he's the fullness of the revelation of God. And if you made it out of hell, it means that you are hell tested. Sickness has to bow. Depression has to... You will quiet your soul. You will tell yourself, Jesus in me is alive jesus in me i'm done jesus in me is rejoicing you speak to yourself match your experience with your position that's who you are in christ lift your hands up everybody you know you are the blessed of god you can do better than that lift your hands and shout a victory shout where you are because you are the blessed of god because you are the redeemed of god because let the redeemed of the lord say so We we'll celebrate the spiritual design.